We're back with another episode of Who's Your Myths and Legends. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier State. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there was more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier State. In this podcast, we are going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you are into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. Today, we have a true crime case from Henryville, Indiana, that has a paranormal twist. Since the early 1990s, the Mount Zion Cemetery in Henryville, Indiana, is thought to be haunted by the spirit of a murder victim. In 1991, Daniel Guthrie was murdered. Unfortunately, his murder would be just one in a long list of other murders that would happen in the area during this time period. The killers then placed Daniel's body in a shallow grave near Pixley Knob in Mountain Grove Road. After his killers were caught and Daniel's remains were found, he was reburied in the Mount Zion Cemetery. However, legend says that Daniel is not at rest. Turn the lights low, sit back, get comfortable, as we bring you the chilling tale of the murder of Daniel Guthrie and his cries for help from beyond the grave. heard of this case. And I had not either, but I was researching haunted places in Indiana and this came up several times. And of course, you know me, I had to start searching and looking up the case. The details of this case are pretty crazy, but all of this is public record. Yeah, I'm really thankful that so many cases are able to be Googled. It definitely helps make things easier. So our story begins on May 28th, 1991, when Daniel Guthrie decides to go fishing with his friend Charles Sweeney. Later that same day, Danny did not return home. Now, the crazy part is that his wife at first was not worried. She just assumed that Danny had decided to stay with his friend and camp out there in the woods. Mrs. Guthrie wasn't worried until Charles Sweeney called her the next morning, and he was inviting Dan to help him check their fishing lines. Shocked, she told him that Danny did not come home the night before. Charles insisted that he had brought Danny home between 4 and 6 p.m. the day prior. That is all the information that Charles Sweeney would give to Mrs. Guthrie. Frustrated, she contacted the police and informed them that Dan was missing. So that's when Clark County law enforcement began an investigation on Dan Guthrie's whereabouts. And of course, they started with Charles Sweeney. 
On May 29, 1991, Detective Kramer was assigned to the case. Detective Kramer and other police officers went to Charles Sweeney's home to question him. However, there was nothing suspicious found at that time, so no arrest could be made. Guthrie remained missing at that time. No sign of him or of what could have happened. Just when you thought this case was getting cold, in February of 1992, Charles Sweeney is arrested when it's found that he had placed a bomb under Detective Kramer's car. In a crazy turn of events, Sweeney pleaded guilty to placing the bomb underneath Detective Kramer's car. He then asked the court for a plea deal if he would tell them where Dan Guthrie's body was located, and he also offered to implicate anyone else involved in the crime. We are going to read to you from the court document account of what happened to Dan Guthrie, The Indiana Court of Appeals records are available online. This is an account of what Sweeney told federal authorities. According to Sweeney, on the return trip from the fishing expedition, Sweeney agreed to give Guthrie approximately 150 marijuana plants in exchange for a saddle. Immediately after arriving at Sweeney's home, Sweeney explained to Guthrie where the marijuana plants were located and provided Guthrie with a shovel two buckets, and a 9 millimeter gun for protection. Sweeney claimed that he then went to play bingo at the Sellersburg Moose Lodge and did not see Guthrie again that evening. The next day, May the 29th, 1991, after Guthrie's wife claimed that Guthrie never came home, Sweeney alleges that he went to look for Guthrie and found him dead with a gunshot wound to the head. He also found the 9 millimeter gun that he had given Guthrie the day before, with one round missing and an empty shell casing a foot or two south of Guthrie's body. Because Sweeney did not want the police to discover the marijuana, he dragged Guthrie's body to a ditch located behind a trailer and buried the body with sweet lime and covered it with dirt and trash. He then threw the shell casings in a creek and placed one shoe and a pair of sunglasses in the burn barrel by his trailer. Sweeney also buried the gun in an ammunition can near his home, but at a later date retrieved the gun and had it in his possession for personal protection. Sweeney told the authorities that eventually the gun was seized from him in the state of Utah as a result of a routine traffic violation. At all times, Sweeney proclaimed his innocence, and that's the end of this court statement. What's even sadder is that on July 1st, 1992, The police obtained a search warrant for Sweeney's property and located Dan Guthrie's body in the area described by Sweeney. The medical examiner was able to confirm without a shadow of doubt that that body they found on Sweeney's property was in fact Dan Guthrie. And what's more, the bullet that killed him, it was from that 9mm gun that belonged to Charles Sweeney. In 1995, Sweeney was given a 60-year sentence for the murder of Dan Guthrie. This is not where our story ends, though. We will be back with more after a short break. Hey, listeners. In case you didn't know, we wrote a book. Haunted Dearborn County, Indiana is now available at all major retailers. Strange and unusual things lurk behind the calm facade of Dearborn County. Several legends surround the Hill Forest Mansion, the home of one of Aurora's founding families. 
Many have seen the ghost of a farmer and his mule at Carnegie Hall in Morse Hill. The glowing grave at Riverview Cemetery may connect to the 1941 Agru family massacre. St. Mary's Church Rectory is said to be haunted by the former priest, and the spirits at Whiskey's in Lawrenceburg are not just in the drinks. Several schools in the area echo with the sounds of former students and staff and numerous local residences house the spirits of former owners who have never left. Join Rebecca and I on a chilling tour from Lawrenceburg to Lawrenceville and beyond. Check out HoosierMissingLegends.com for more details. The location where Sweeney buried Dan Guthrie was near the corner of Pixley Knob and Mountain Grove Roads in Henryville, Indiana. Sweeney buried him in a shallow grave there near the woods, and the crazy part is that legend says the hole is still visible. Yeah, there are pictures posted on Indiana Ghost Hunters message board, and they show that hole still being there as of at least 2008. That's just wild to me. Even 2008 is still 17 years later after the murder. And that's just crazy to me. Maybe one of our listeners will be able to confirm if the hole is actually still there. So in 1992, Danny Guthrie was finally laid to rest in the Mount Zion Cemetery. However, there are many people out there who claim that Dan's spirit is not actually at peace. Yes. So on the Indiana Ghost Hunters message board, it's posted that apparently homes in the area where Dan Guthrie was buried by Sweeney have experienced some strange occurrences. It's not only on the Indiana Ghost Hunters board, it's posted on a few websites. And we're going to make sure to include our sources. But the main thing is that they all report sightings of a young man seen walking along the road or just around in that area. Even crazier is that the reports describe Dan Guthrie. And he's always described as having a large handlebar bushy mustache. Someone on the message board who knew Dan in real life mentioned his mustache. What I find even more interesting is that the homes in the area, they've all experienced hearing footsteps walking down hallways. They have also experienced objects moving and hearing voices. And the absolute creepiest thing ever is that there was something apparently recorded at Dan Guthrie's gravesite. On several websites, it is reported that someone went out to the grave with a tape recorder. So according to the Indiana Ghost Hunters message board, a tape recorder was left one time at the grave. And when they played it back, and I'm going to quote from their website, it revealed a faint, haunting man's voice crying, help me, God help me, please help me. That really makes me sad. I thought that too. I can't imagine trying to cry out for help like that. Me either. I also can't imagine having someone do this to you who you considered a friend. I totally agree. I think that's why he's not at rest. It's a possibility. There are still some crazy legends surrounding this case. I saw one post online mentioning that Dan Guthrie may have been buried twice by his killer. Yes, one site mentioned that he was buried near a creek and later near the woods where police eventually found him. But I haven't really seen that mentioned in the court documents. I didn't notice them either. There's something out there saying that Sweeney did move the body that we have possibly missed for our episode. Please let us know. I also found it interesting that Sweeney has maintained his innocence involving the case. Yes, he's always said that he did not do it, but only hid the body so that his drug operation would not be found out. Like many cases, I bet there are just some things that we will never know. Very true. 
Do you have any information about the murder of Dan Guthrie that we forgot to cover? Have you ever had a paranormal experience involving this case? We would love to hear about it. Please send us an email to Legends at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, let us know if you wish to remain anonymous. our source material, please visit our website, HoosierMissingLegends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and now Twitter. Hoosier Missing Legends is a Quigley Productions podcast. Our theme song was written and recorded by Wet Blanket. The song title is Taxidermy Race Car. As always, stay spooky.